All right, well, we are in, believe it or not, maybe you do believe it, week 12, part 12 of our series, Kingdom Living, partnering with Holy Spirit, and I usually always direct you to, if you if this is your first time in, in this series, no problem. Um, we have many ways to catch up, to refresh, if you're so inclined. Um, we have a podcast, Karis New Testament Church Podcast. Uh, we're all fancy with technology, thanks to our pastor. And uh, we have a YouTube channel, um, Karis NTC YouTube channel, where you can see us. The past messages, those are up. Uh, part 11 is up. It's confirmed. I saw it up there. And then um, we also have our website. So if you want to go on our website and, and go that route and catch up on our messages, uh, please do so. Um, last week's was awesome. If you weren't here last week, please catch up on that. How It was... Um, how to judge a prophetic word, and uh, it was very, very good. And um, we're in the series. This is a series um, about partnering with Holy Spirit in our life. This is God's design. He did not leave us alone, but He left one just like Him when He ascended to heaven. And that is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's called our helper, our comforter, our teacher. Who doesn't need all that? Come on. I need a helper every day. I need a comforter every day. I need a teacher every day. And he leads us into all truth, it says in the Gospel of John. We need to be led into all truth. So I'm so grateful for Holy Spirit. We're learning about the gifts of the Spirit. We covered that a couple weeks ago, the nine gifts of Holy Spirit, and how um, that is God's will. That is his design. Those are to function for the edifying of the body. And uh, he says in the Word, he doesn't want us to be ignorant of these things. And uh, He wants to operate and flow through us as He wills. And we want to see that in here. We want to see that in your life. It's not just for inside these four walls either. It's for everywhere. In your family, in the, in the streets, in the highways, in the byways, right? We see that in, 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 in the ministry of Jesus. We see that through the book of Acts. I've uh, taken uh, upon myself every morning to, to listen to the book of Acts. Uh, I have a freedom to do that at work, so... Every morning, I'm like, I got. This is what I want my life to look like. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to this, and I've gone down such a rabbit hole, if you will. I'm listening to Lester Summerall and all kinds of stuff. It's cool, but uh, God is good, and, and he like, he does good stuff, and he wants to bring freedom. So that's my commercial, and uh, so we're gonna get right into this. So this week, we're gonna be talking about how Holy Spirit um, will show us things to come. Holy Spirit will show us things to come. And that's talked about in the Gospel of John. We're going to get into that. So first we're going to go into the book of Psalms. So Psalm 139, verse 16 and 17 says, Your eyes saw my substance, being yet unformed. And in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me. When as yet there were none of them, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. And verse 18 goes on. I don't have that up. But verse 18 goes on to say, if I should count them, the thoughts that God has about us, they would be more in number than the sand. You know, these books talked about, the book talked about in this verse. Do you know that before you even showed up on the scene, that God had, has books written in heaven about us? His plans, His purposes for our life 
were laid out before you even showed up on the scene. And they're good. And that's what we, who, who does not want God's plan for their life? I, 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 I full on want everything God has planned for my life. How many knows I haven't completely probably followed that? We like, we like to do our own things a lot, but that's God's desire. And that's what this verse is about. Before we were even formed in our mother's womb, he had a, we're in a book. Our lives are in a book. Our plans, the plans and purposes for our lives are in this. And God is constantly, constantly thinking about you. You are always on his mind. Cue the Willie Nelson song. You're always on my mind. God's singing that about you. Um, <clears throat> but you're always on his mind. His thoughts outnumber for you the sand. The implication there is all the sand. So when you wake up in the morning, he's just staring at you, waiting for you to wake up, excited to start his day with you, or for you to start your day with him. But he's you're always on his mind. And that's good. And we're going to continue in this same vein in very popular scripture in Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I have toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. To give you a future and a hope. So God is for you. He is for your future. Hope is not wishing. Bible, do you know that Bible hope is not, I hope this happens? Bible hope is an intense expectation of good. It is not the world's definition of, of hope or the misuse of the word hope. It's not like a wish. Oh, I, I really hope this comes through. No, Bible hope is you see the truth of God's word and there is a hope in you of an, an intense expectation of the manifestation of what you're reading, the truth that you read in the Word or whatever that is. But that is Bible hope. So these two scriptures we just read make it clear that God's plans for us are good and were established before we were even born. And His desire is for us to walk in peace and prosperity and success in our lives. Not evil, not calamity, not all the junk. But His desire is for our Good. He is a good, good father. And uh, how many of us, as, as, as children, seek our own way instead of seeking um, his way and wanting to discover his plan? I mean, yes, that's a rhetorical thing. But we've all tried to figure it out, right? In our own strength at any given time, probably multiple times a day. Who knows? But God's desire is for you to submit to Him, to yield to Him, and to walk in those plans and those purposes that He has called us to before we were even uh, born. Proverbs 3, 5-6 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. All. All, is, all covers everything, I think. It doesn't leave anything out. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. I mean, I, I've shared it in the past and whatever, but, you know, just, I just, my day-to-day -day job, you know, I, there's times in my, 
throughout my working days, I just like I have no idea about this. And I am acknowledging you, Lord. I don't, I don't know this. But Holy Spirit, you're my teacher. I'm asking you to lead me in a way that you would reveal to me how to do this or how to uh, solve this problem, this issue. Because I said it before, Holy Spirit knows everything about everything. And he lives and dwells in us. So we lack no good thing. And that's good news. Let's read verse 12 and 13 in Jeremiah 29. It says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So God's plans for us are discovered. Talked about seeking. Not, not, not decided, they're discovered. And we discover His desired future for us by seeking Him. Right? Seeking you will find. Have you heard that verse somewhere? So seeking God is what He desires for us to do. And seeking is not a one-time event. Would you agree with that? Seeking is a, it should be happening your whole life. Just like learning. You never stop learning. If anybody said they've stopped learning, you've stopped growing. You've stopped living. You never stop learning. And, and in this case, we never stop seeking. Seeking is a lifetime journey. It's looking to Him. Seeking is looking to God in His Word, seeing the truth, right? His Word is truth. Yielding to Him. Maybe you want to yield to your fleshly desires. But what is... God, what, is, what does it look like to follow You in this situation? Yielding to Him. Yielding to His will in a situation. Even though you want to engage with Your will. Your will might be full of wrath and fury. <laughs> but He's saying, no, maybe, maybe be slow to speak in this situation. It could be something as simple as that. But yielding to His will. Depending on Him. Just like I just shared about just simple things, day-to-day work. I depend on Him for I. I wasn't trained in what I do. I shouldn't say that, but I wasn't educated in what I do. But, but He has wired me in a way and and given me the ability to do what I do. And same goes for you. But, um, depending on Him, my whole full dependence is on Him. I don't want to be independent in any way, shape, or form. From him in my life, because that's that's getting into trouble territory right there. But I'm dependent on him. I'm dependent on him to to be a good husband to my wife, a good dad to my kids, a good employee employee for my employer, a good you know servant here at Caristia Testament Church, whatever. But I'm dependent on him for everything, and I pray that that is is your heart also. And uh, following His leading, and that's what we're going to get into as, as, as we talk about Holy Spirit and His desire to lead us into all truth and to show us things to come. Um, His will, you ever think that, I used to have these thoughts, like getting frustrated, like, ah, what do you want me to do? God's not trying to hide His will from you. He's hidden it for you. And that's where the seeking comes in. 
That's where the seeking comes in, the daily seeking, the daily coming before Him. Lord, what would you have for me today? And we opened up this early on with, Lord, make me a blessing to others today. That's part of His will. He wants to bless others through you. And that's a lot of this, this series, is Holy Spirit flowing through you. Rivers of living water flowing out of our innermost being, the Word says. But uh, He delights to show us His plans uh, for our future and uh, as we seek Him. In Psalm 37, 4, this is just a verse that I, I, I so love. It's one of my favorites. And it's so, um, it's so true um, and enlightening when it comes to like life and wondering, what, what's God have for me? Or how do I figure that out? Well, here's a great verse for that. Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. So as we delight in God, what does that look like? Hanging out with Him. I'm delighting in the Lord just being here. I'm delighting in the Lord when I'm reading the Word, listening to the Word, listening to someone preach and teach. I'm delighting in the Lord as, I, as we engage in worship and just give Him place in our lives. We're delighting in the Lord. And the more you do that, the more you delight yourself in the Lord, it says He will give you the desires of your heart. His desires will be birthed in your heart. Now, do you think His desires are going to contradict His plans and purposes for your life that He's laid out before He even showed up? No, they're going to align. His desires that He wants to put in your heart as you delight in Him, because He's not going to fight against you. He's, he doesn't, he's not controlling. Right? The devil is controlling. The devil likes to push you around. The devil likes to control you. Okay? We all know that. But God's not going to control you. But as you, as He sees you delight in Him, He's going to make you aware and birth in you the desires that He's actually already put there. And I think as you delight yourself in Him, things are going to be like cleared away. All the cobwebs in your heart, all the cobwebs, all the wrong strongholds in your mind that maybe false um, beliefs you have or lies that you've grabbed hold that the enemy wanted you to, 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 to take the enemy wanted to take you down with, he starts removing that stuff and, and maybe those rocks and weeds in your heart and, and then his desires are revealed in you. And you're seeing that and you walk in that. And again, they align with his plans and his purposes for your life. He's for you. He's not against us. And if he is for us, who can be against us, right? Amen. But that's just such a beautiful verse. If you're in a place in your life where you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, start delighting yourself in the Lord. And you'll start seeing the desires of God in your heart surface. Amen? So let's go to the Gospel of John. I'll say this is our key verse, even though it took me a while to get here. Um, John 16, 12 and 13 says, I still have many things to say to you. This is Jesus talking. But you cannot bear them now. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, 
He will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. So, Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. Now, Jesus said this, that he was the way, the truth, and the life. So, one way to look at that is Holy Spirit is going to reveal Jesus to us. That's one beautiful thing here in this verse. But near the end of it, he says he will lead, he will tell you things to come. He will tell us things to come. And uh, we're here um, to find out how to yield to that. This is this series, how to yield. Part, part of partnering with Holy Spirit is yielding to Him as willing vessels. And growing in our walk with the Lord in a sensitivity to His leading, to His directing us, right? You know, there's a scripture often comes to me as we're worshiping this morning. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. And as His kids, we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ. So that means your steps are ordered of the Lord. And Holy Spirit is we, he walks alongside us and guides us in those steps that are being ordered. So the, we got a lot of help. <laughs> don't, don't we? Our steps are ordered of the Lord. We got Holy Spirit leading us, guiding us into all truth, showing us things, telling us things that come here. I mean, this is, this is awesome. God, God is good and He loves us and he, he wants the best for us. And our relationship with Holy Spirit and our life in Christ is so, so vital. In about three weeks or so, a few weeks, we're going to actually learn about more in detail about um, a relationship with Holy Spirit. And let's look at some ways Holy Spirit will show us things to come. Some ways Holy Spirit shows us things to come is like I mentioned a little bit ago, is reading the Word or giving yourself to hearing the Word. Like I said, talk hearing someone else preach and teach the Word of God. Holy Spirit will enlighten. Have you ever read a scripture so many times or heard it taught, and then one day, after hearing it a thousand times, it's like it's the first time you ever heard it. Like You actually hear it. It's like it's been highlighted and shouted. It's happened to me so many times. Especially... Scripture on the subject of our righteousness in Christ. I must have heard it preached so many times. I even went through, I mentioned in the past few times, just going through a Bible school, and we had a whole entire class on the righteousness of God in Christ. And I, it's like I didn't hear it. And then one day I was reading on my own, studying on my own, and I read it, and I was like, when did they put this in here? And I'm like, the lights came on. And Holy Spirit was leading me into all truth. He was showing me things to come. This is the life that I have for you, to walk in this truth. And uh, that's just one thing, you know. That's, and um, dreams and visions. He can speak to us in dreams and visions. Now, I know it says in the Word and Acts, it says uh, uh, young men will see visions, old men will dream dreams. So if you're wondering if you're young or, young or old, I guess if, <laughs> if you're dreaming. All right. So, I have a lot of dreams, so that says a lot. Um, yeah. 
So other things is just an impression. God will work, it'll just give you an impression on the inside or an inner witness. Okay, it's kind of like your, your, I've heard people say it's your, your conscience. Your, like an, you have an inner witness, inner voice. It's the Spirit of God speaking to you, that, just that still small voice. Have you ever had those moments where you think, something said, well, it's Holy Spirit saying stuff to you. So an impression or an inner witness or, or just a knowing, a knowing. And I've had moments in the past, and I, I believe that it was direction from Holy Spirit. Just a knowing inside. You know, after you drive to work every day for almost 30 years the same exact way, you don't really, sometimes it gets to work, I'm like, how did I get here? Like, and the same goes for back home. But sometimes, there's, I've had, it's, it's very rare, but just like a, a sense to take a different route. I mean, there's, I have no idea how many different ways I could take to, to home from work or vice versa, but just a different way. And I, I believe that God is, is rerouting me to avoid something. Have you ever had those moments where you think, you just feel impressed? And I believe that was an impression of the Holy Spirit. And, and there has been moments where I heard about later that there was an accident somewhere, and it was just the area that I was, or whatever it could be, or maybe you're just walking out the door. I've had these moments where I'm just walking out the door, and you, know, you have your, your routine, and it's just like clockwork. But I'm interrupted for a moment, and I go the other way, or do, just do something for a few minutes, and then go back out. And uh, just a knowing or a thought would come to me. And I believe those moments are Holy Spirit directing you. Just a second. Just hold on. And, and we shouldn't ignore those things. Sometimes I've dismissed things and I've been sorry that I've dismissed them. But we should be desiring to be sensitive to His leading. No matter, what, no matter how crazy it seems or little or to be little things like that. Because you are a child of God. And, and you have Holy Spirit in you. But uh, could be a desire that Holy Spirit plants in your heart. I mean, we just talked about that, that scripture, how um, as we delight ourselves in the Lord, He'll give us the desires of our heart, and, and Holy Spirit <clears throat> directs that. And it could be just a desire in you uh, that you should be sensitive to, fo- to follow or to be open to, to listen to or to give ear to. And of course, we're learning of the gifts of the Spirit. Also another way, Holy Spirit can show us things to come is through the gift of prophecy, a word of wisdom. And, and those things, we learned about those a couple weeks ago, so feel free to go back. There was definition put to them. It'd be good to, to refresh yourself on those. Uh, but a word of wisdom is something regarding a future thing. And a, you know, a word of prophecy can be future. It's prophecy is for edification, for encouragement, for exhorting. But it could be to do with a future thing. But they're not automatic at one point in my life, I actually did think they were automatic. Like, no matter how stupid I am, this is going to happen. But how many knows the, the just, our, our life of, in Christ is walked out in faith. The just shall live by faith. So we receive words by faith. Not just any word. But last week we learned about testing the words that we get. and it should bear witness with our spirit. It should line up with the word of God. Okay? So there, there's criteria for that. There's, there's um, qualifications for that. If, so, if you receive a word 
a word of wisdom or something and and um, don't just run with it but but make sure it's checked out that word is judged does it line up with the word of God does it bear witness with what God is, has been saying to me and if if that's yes then then that's good but uh, it's our responsibility to to take hold of that okay once we determine that that word was from God we take hold of that in faith and uh, and we speak it out over ourselves. We get our mouth in agreement with what, what we believe God just spoke over us that aligns with His Word, that bears witness in our heart. But start declaring it out, whatever that is. And that's one way, that's another way that He'll uh, show us things to come. Holy Spirit shows us things to come is through the gifts of the Spirit. And um, two main things He'll show us is, is our kingdom potential. I heard it said that one that's one way to describe a word of word of knowledge, a word of wisdom regarding the future is it's revealing your kingdom potential and um, and our inheritance in Christ, what we have been given in Christ, his accomplished work at the cross. And another main thing he'll show us things to come. Holy Spirit will reveal to us the enemy's plans, maybe. And help us to avoid those things, things of, of danger, um, how to overcome them, avoid them, or just stop them altogether. Right? We have authority in the name of Jesus over the enemy in our life, over our family. Right? And uh, you can take authority over that. And 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 that's just those are two main things that Holy Spirit will show us to come is 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 our our kingdom um, potential. And then the enemy's plans. And he'll make us aware. He desires to make us aware and to walk out our victorious life in Christ. Let's go to the book of Colossians. Colossians 3.15. says, And let the peace... This is Amplified Classic, so it's a little wordy. I know I'll leave it up here for a little bit. You can skim it over. And let the peace so harmony which comes from Christ's rule, act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ's one body you are also called to live. And be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always. So I want to point out that in parentheses, that act as umpire continue, that the peace of God, Holy Spirit, is going to lead us in peace. He's going to lead us in peace. Where the Holy Spirit leads, there will always be peace in it. And a few minutes ago, I was talking about that. Just that inner witness. Sometimes I've faced things in my life where I, I, I was certain about a decision I would make. I'm not going to get detailed stories or anything, but I just remember there were very vivid moments in my life where I had made a decision to go forward with something. And then when I said it out of my mouth, I thought it was good. In my mind, the reasoning, the logic, it, was, it seemed right. And then when I said it, I remember one moment, it was just, I got this really, really 
almost like a sick feeling in my gut. And it was, I knew it was that inner witness that Holy Spirit was saying, no, red, big red flag. Do not go forward with this decision. And that, without a doubt, looking back, that was a major avoidance of calamity in my life. And amen to that. That's what I said. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) I even spoke with someone later regarding this who was involved in this, and there was an absolute confirmation that the right decision had been made. And I praise God that I wasn't too stubborn and thought, no, this is right. This is a good thing. It looks so good. But I, I, I stopped and I yielded to Holy Spirit. And, and basically, Lord, I submit to your will on this. Even though it's, I feel like i got to eat crow now or something, but that's okay. Crow's not that bad. But thank God for those moments. And I'm sure we all have those moments in our life that we can say that, yeah, I, I felt something was, was scratchy there. Something was wrong. Whatever that, you know, it wasn't like a physical feeling, but it was, at the same time, it kind of was. But it was, I knew it was a spiritual thing. So, um, but that, that was a lack of peace, to say the least, in that situation. It was the opposite of peace. So he's going to lead us in peace all the time. So anytime you uh, get a check in your spirit, follow that leading. I know to say that is almost Christianese saying, I got a check in my spirit, but it's it's that it's that knowing, that inner inner knowing, that inner witness, Holy Spirit, that still small voice warning you. And we've heard that in in kind of more grand um, things in, in the world globally. I uh, was reminded recently about the, uh, that tsunami years ago in Sri Lanka um, that came through and was very devastating. And, and what I was reading on was just the, like the animals prior to this were running to higher ground. And then there were different testimonies of people who were said, I just had this sense that I was, we were supposed to leave quickly. And if animals, God created animals, but we're created in His image. How much more should we be sensitive to His leading? He's always talking. He's always speaking. And uh, are we listening? Are we attentively listening? And the same goes for 9-11. The stories, the testimony of the attack on 9-11. And, and people saying, I, just, I was on my way to work and I, I just had this, I just felt like oh, I should go and pick up or drop off my cleaning or, or, or kind of go in late this morning or, or take my kid to school and, and, or take, take him out for coffee. There was just all kinds of, of different testimony. And it was Holy Spirit leading and directing. You know, there was, that's, the capacity of those buildings were 30,000. That that's an astronomical figure. And 3,000 lost their lives, a lot of first responders. But it was interesting how different people's testimony, how it was just not an ordinary day for them. Something was interrupting them. They were sensitive enough to follow that leading. It was Holy Spirit 
showing them things to come. Not, but they didn't even realize why they were doing what they were doing. But it was God, again, was through Holy Spirit's direction, helping to avoid calamity in their life, danger, and thwarting the, the, the enemy's plans. So that was, that's very good. Proverbs 22.3 says, A prudent man sees, the evil, sees evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished with suffering. And this punishment in this verse is not talking about God's going to punish you. No, it's, it's, it, it's the enemy of our, our souls. Uh, he's the source of that. But uh, that's just one thing I, I, w- I can't reiterate enough is to um, begin to, to, to maybe slow down and, and to be more sensitive to, to things. I, I, I can get, this is coming from someone who can get jacked out of shape really fast. Like, I can get, like, you know, overwhelmed and, like, just like that. I think my, I did last night. But just something. I just, if I get confused or whatever, I can just get, but I have to stop. Say, I, I, this looks horrible, but Holy Spirit, help. And start acknowledging His presence. Start acknowledging the truth that He is in me, the Teacher is in me, the Helper is in me, the Comforter is in me. Lead me into truth. Lead me. Show me these things to come. Where I, right now, in the natural, I'm, this has weirded me out. But I'm not alone. You're not alone in what you're facing. He desires to help you. He desires to bring that comfort. Isn't it awesome like I said earlier, that the one who knows everything about everything desires to walk with you, desires to show you things to come, desires, desires to, for you to avoid calamity in your life, desires to see the victory in Christ walked out in your life, in your journey in Christ. He desires to move, in, move you into your future, a future of peace, Success, abundance, prosperity, all good things. And it's also awesome that, that we have Him and He can help us avoid those moments of danger, the thwart the enemy's plan in our lives to steal, kill, and destroy. And um, there's something that I'll give credit to Jeremy Pearsons. He's Kenneth Copeland's grandson, if that means anything. But he pastors a church out in um, Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. And I think he said this, but whether or not, it doesn't matter. But um, says I'm, he says this all the time, and he teaches it to his kids, and I think he was taught from his parents. I am always in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right things. And I thought, that's so simple. That's so elementary. But how great of a confession that is. How great of a statement that is. To speak that over your life. To speak that over your children's life. To speak that over your, your family's life. Say, we are always in the right place. At the right time. With the right people doing the right things. I know I'm in the right place right now. At the right time. With the right people. Doing the right things. And uh, how many knows that Holy Spirit can really partner up with that kind of a statement, that kind of a confession? 
Because that's God's desire. That His desire is that you're always in the right place at the right time with the right people, doing the right things. And, uh, and God, God's glory is revealed in your life when that, when that is the case. Amen? So uh, we should practice His presence. The, the beautiful truth, He'll never leave us, He'll never forsake us. And uh, I expect, I expect to be shown things to come by Holy Spirit. I expect to be led into all truth. Even as we grow, we're, we're a young body. We've been around 10 years as a church body. But it's, I don't know if that's young or old. I don't know. But I expect Holy Spirit to continue to show us things to come, to continue to lead us into all truth, to continue leading us and guiding us, to be the impact, to be a light in this place that He desires us to be. Well, it was pretty simple, but it just is so real. God's heart in this. His heart is so, so, so desirous of that intimate walk with each and every one of us. And that desire to lead us into truth. That desire to show us things to come. That desire to walk out those plans and purposes that were for us in those books. I'm interested in these books. <laughs> but guess what? Holy Spirit will reveal what's in those books as we delight ourselves in Him. Amen? Amen. I'm so happy. So let's... Yes, Jane. I'll, let me close in prayer and then we'll do that. So we'll close in prayer and after that, we're, Jane will... Um, I'll let Jane speak and we'll, uh, then we'll end in, in worship. Father, thank You so much for Your goodness. We thank You for Your plans and Your purposes for our life, Lord. We thank You, Holy Spirit, for showing us things to come, for leading us into all truth, for revealing Jesus to us. Holy Spirit, I thank You that You are our helper. You are our comforter, our teacher. And we thank You, Lord, that we are always in the right place at the right time, with the right people, doing the right things. Thank You that our steps are ordered of You. We lack no good thing because You are our good, good, good Father. And we receive Your goodness, we receive Your love and Your grace today. In Jesus' name, Amen. You've been listening to a message from Karis New Testament Church. For more information or to contact us, go to www.karisntc.org. And remember, you are deeply loved.